JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks podcast, episode the one where we talk about Canadian nationals. We discuss the competitive hero clicks environment as well as any alternate formats that are currently relevant. I'm your host, Devin Owens. Today I'm joined by my co-hosts, at least one of whom is provably better at hero clicks than me. We have Jay, as always. Who are you talking about? Because I don't know who you're talking about. Emily beat me in Canadian nationals. Azareth, who is okay. as good at Flesh and Blood as he is at Hero Clicks. Uh accurate. <laughs> and Emily, the queen in the north. Hi. Long may she reign. <laughs> my line, son of a. Oh, no. <laughs> what about the Nancy nickname? Everybody keeps skipping the Nancy nickname. I I put the Nancy nickname up on my post. So I already I I'm 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 I did my post. It's also a great nickname, but it gets long if you try to do both. <laughs> <laughs> the Nancy nickname. Smiley she face killer. You- Yes, oh. or smiley ass killer. I've heard it both ways. Yep. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, so Canadian Nationals happened uh, at this point two weeks ago, week and a bit ago. Um, we uh, three of us were there. Azareth, unfortunately, was not because not many Americans could make the trip with the terrible notice. And <laughs> yeah, and we had one. In yeah, yeah, and it being in Canada, exactly. Make it across the border in three and a half weeks. Go! Um, yeah, we had John Hafford, who was there in 2019 as well, uh, but unfortunately no other Americans ended up being able to make it. Um, it was, it ended up being a 16-person event, and uh, we all had a pretty good time, and Emily ended up winning. Um, let's go into teams. Emily, why don't you tell us what you played? Sure. So I played uh, Legacy Thanos with Collector, Star Sapphire, Sprite from the what you might call it set. One Eternals uh, movie set. That's it. Eternal. I'm like, there's an E. <laughs> Molecule Man, a Cloak of Levitation with Aunt Petunia's map bonus. It's a plus five cosmic. So wait, you didn't play Vulture? <laughs> right. <laughs> Wow. That would have been pretty illegal. My mind is blown. <laughs> Emily played a tent pole that wasn't Omega. I or or, or Prime. Prime. <laughs> and uh, we had a qualifiers day um, where we both played the same teams. I guess I'll talk about my team as well since I'm the other one who played in this event. I played plus eight celebrities, um, heavily teched against the Thanos matchup because keep in mind this was one day pre errata. <laughs> Um, so we expected Thanos to both show up and be good. He probably is still good after Errata, but, uh, he at least definitely was in this. Um, I played Scarlet Witch, uh, Monica Rambeau, which, who's there not just for the Thanos matchup, but because you kind of need shield team ability on this team and, um, she is really hard to kill. So you can body block all of your important figures with her. The other option, of course, being Darcy for shield team ability, but, the extra perplex just doesn't actually seem as good as a character that is difficult to kill <laughs> on this team after having played it. Um, Sakari and Iron Man, as 
every second person in the event was playing. Mary Jane Watson, who makes one celebrity, uh, one paparazzi, precisely one, no more, no less. <laughs> Marvella Venom Magneto, who is the best figure in the format, probably, or something like that. Human Torch and Spider Pharaoh, who isn't very good, but is required for Venom Magneto to be on your team and also brings you a leadership, which is nice. Plus eight, Cloak of Levitation. I just put some maps on my build, so I had Desert Wedding, Negative Zone, and Blu-ray of the Moon, but that's probably not necessarily the optimal. And then uh, Destroyer, of course, is an important part of any team that it's on, even if it's not on the main force. Uh, and Emily and I both, I think, remembered to roll for ours in the main oh, event. No, I, oh, no, I, I need a judge reminder. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had an active judge telling you to roll the trick. Yes, correct. <laughs> Which is technically not intervention because I was totally being fair. <laughs> it's not my yeah, fault well, that you, yeah. but that two of my best friends were playing top four at Nationals. Yeah, so we played uh, a qualifier the day before both of us, where um, I ended up going 2-1 to one and losing to Mike on Scientists in the 2-0 bracket. Um, that matchup is very difficult for Scarion Iron Man. He was playing the Demon in Armor variation, and when Scarion Iron Man has 10 attack and everything he's attacking has 19 defense, it's pretty hard for him to actually hit things. Um, Emily, how'd you do the day before? <laughs> I went 1-2 in the qualifier which was a little bit scary for me, but my my intention was to see what was out there, to see what it could do to me. And um, I was really glad that I did that and I had that experience because that um, being that the Thanos team is very opposite to my normal play style, I really needed that like ingrained in my head to, okay, I need to stay back. I need to be a little bit more protective. I needed to wait for optimal gem rolls and, and perfect yeah. timing of stuff. And if I hadn't had that experience the day before, I don't know if the day I would have gone the same way it did. So. Uh, yeah. It funny so, popped into my head. Are we going to acknowledge the pattern now that if you want to win Canadian nationals, you have to completely bomb the last event. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, and I was just about to say, I'm like, Man, going one and two is actually worse than going zero and three, because if you go zero and three, you're like, well, it can only get better from here, right? If you go one and two, it sure can get worse. Yeah, in uh, for context, Devin can tell the story. Yeah, in 2019, um, I'd been practicing a Copic team for a couple weeks before Canadian Nationals, and then we went to a WKO in Ottawa, Jay and Emily and I, the week before, where I lost every game and missed the top eight in a 10 person event. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think there were two people who didn't make it. Um, and I was like, okay, well I'm not yeah, playing this. Was, team. <laughs> I lost to like a bunch of random stuff and just could not possibly play that team. So I swapped the day before, uh, Emily fortunately knew that it wasn't her team's fault. Um, and it was in fact a learning experience on how to play the team rather than, it being the team that was terrible. So didn't try and, to switch the night yeah, before, which probably wouldn't was, have gone great. <laughs> and it was like, it was facing stuff that I hadn't yet practiced against. Yeah, were there like, were there particular matchups in the qualifier that you think taught you a lot? Well, yeah, my, my game against Steve, like I had, I have never played against Getting the- fucking the one turn? Oh. Yeah, he, he, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, won, he won turn Thanos. I think it was turn three or something. I 
um, he had moved somebody up that I was able to, if I had like done my free space up that I could get to them and kill them, which I did, but I had no idea what that chase cat from Disney plus could do because I had never faced it before. And I had no idea that right. if he forced blast is that, me, is that the kill box cat? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he totally kill boxed me. Oh Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't know it could do that. So if I had faced him the day of without knowing what it did, like, my my day is completely different, right? Yeah. 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 So let's uh, let's do the main event. Uh, let's just go round by round. I think um, we can just both talk because there's only two of us, and I think it makes more sense than trying to uh, do one person's entire event and then the others. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll go first with my first game, which was against Steve <laughs> with his <laughs> with his Kelbox team. Um, Steve, uh, Steve's a, a good friend. He's from Ottawa. He's an Ottawa native, and I had practiced with him a couple times before, so I did know what his team did going into the day of event. Um, the difference between our practice games and that one was that in our practice game, we assumed that he won map, but I actually had like a plus four on him, so I did win map day of. Uh, and it turns out that that team, when it goes to Desert Wedding, doesn't really have a great spot to set up the kill box. Um, so, sort of, so like, I killed his object, putting myself up five points, and then um, he made a, he killed a paparazzi and made a scroll spy, and I killed the scroll spy immediately. And then he realized that he had to move forward, so he just had to like move halfway across the map. And then I just set up hex marker and flurried his. Uh, I killed both his um, Scarlet Witch and his Ultron Pym in one turn. And then double tokened his uh, his double his uh, cap was double tokened and also had no powers and his Sicarian had no powers so on the next turn he just had to like move his Sicarian out and then I took the power action with Monica and outwitted the outwit and killed Cap and the game was just pretty much over from there unfortunately on a better map he has a pretty good chance but. That map is just so wide open. He doesn't really have the like, like if there's somehow a molecule man on that team, which there can't be because it's Avengers themed, then maybe he can set up a spot on the side of the map and protect himself well enough that I can't uh, kill his team quite as easily as it was possible to do in the end. But unfortunately, uh, Desert Wedding just didn't really work out for him. <clears throat> so that ended like 300 to 20 or something. What was your first round like, Emily? Uh, my first round was against David Creighton. Um, those who play in the Rock Onlines will know him as David C. He plays all the time. Um, he was playing a plus eight scientist team. Uh, he had Valeria Von Doom, uh, the beast that can do stuff after he was carried, Puppet Master with the radioactive clay, Teen Lantern, a couple of flashes, Saki, Molecule Man, and a cloak and a modifier. Um, he won map. He put us on Hank Pym's lab. Um, he got his cloak to, to Sicarian. He got the emotional modifier to Valeria, and he equipped them. Um, I got my cloak and put it on Collector. I barriered up. Um, he moved up a little bit, and the way he positioned, he kind of had Valeria with the modifier, like, in the front but to the side, so only, like, half the team was being protected by the emotional modifier. Um, but I ended up going first for a damage shot and, um, because I have collector on the team, I'm doing four damage. I know four is enough to kill her. So I just went in and just killed her and then I mind controlled and 
I think got something else. I think I got TK Flash at that time, so I took out both mobility and yeah. Yeah, the um, errata um, <laughs> matters a lot in the against scientists with emotional or anything with emotional modifier matchup. Um, turns out that if you can just shoot the thing with emotional modifier to death, then it matters less. <laughs> yeah. That was the yeah. whole reason I didn't play Emotional Modifier at the Kilted Classic, because it was just like, oh, he just shoots whatever I've got it on. Yeah, especially on Scientists, where nothing has a long enough dial that you can really put it on something that doesn't just die to getting shot by Thanos. It's it's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. So he did he did try and um, do a bunch of damage on um, on Thanos the next turn. He, he brought up uh, Flash Carrying Beast, Flash, I think, hit an attack but then beast missed the attack and and uh i was able to then mind control and take out one of them and then have sakarian take out the other and actually when i when i did the attack with beast i'm pretty sure he um beast on flash beast crit missed and i chose to not bother re-rolling it because i knew that if if he had taken the one click of damage, if he decided not to prob, which he didn't, I knew that then there's four clicks left. I can do a damage attack with Thanos after and just finish him nice. off. So I, <laughs> um, yeah, he wasn't able to get any points off me in the end, and I won two fifteen to zero when time was called. Not bad. All right, um, round two. You can start this time, Emily. Sure. My round two was against Asia. Um, she was playing a plus seven Spider-Man family team. She had two flashes, Mary Jane Watson, Miles Miles West, Marvella, Agatha, mm -hmm. Saki, Dimensional Watch, and Cloak of Levitation. Uh, she won map. She put us on Fallen Asgard. Uh, she got her cloak with some paparazzis to, to uh, Sicarian. And then she sent out her charge flash to steal my cloak. Um, I ended up choosing space for one of my gems. Uh, I had Sprite phase out, out with the senses on flash, and then shot flash with, um, with Thanos. That so seems now, relevant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And then, um, I had also um, was able to then TK Thanos back with uh, Star Sapphire. So I had like right back to the starting area. And then she um, decided to protect herself a little bit, take off, uh, like do basically a, more of a clearing turn so that when she came up, she wasn't going to um, be as double tokened and stuff. So um, I rolled really crappy on my gems and just buried her up and stayed back. Um, but I made a vital mistake at this point where I did not phase Sprite back. And then her next turn, she came out with Sicarian to charge Flurry and I didn't get either of my rollout. So she got Sprite, which means that she's now up on points between the, the, the cloak and Sprite and I only have her flash. So um, 10 points up. 10 points up. <laughs> so she ends up, um, bringing up her Agatha and I decide to try and go for it and um, I mind control her Saki and 
I hit her, and thankfully she doesn't get her rollouts. And then I shoot her again with a damage attack with Thanos, and again, thankfully she doesn't get a rollout again, and I'm able to one uh, one turn her the Agatha. Wow. And it, <laughs> and it's a good thing I did because not too long later time was called. So if I if she had got either of those rollouts, it would have been her game. All right. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good game. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I think it was one of my tough my toughest ones of the day, actually. For sure. Age is a good player and uh, was playing yeah. a a good player awesome. who if yeah my had my any practice against the Thanos she would have like it would have been a different I think right. game. Since since it kind of came up, my only contention with your play across the entire day was that I don't feel like you played Sprite quite properly in certain places, but that was like basically yeah. it. Like not being more aggressive with her in some points, and then yeah, I mean. I'm not trying to say you played terrible. I'm just saying that was the only like misplays. Yeah, no, for sure. Trying to be constru- giving you constructive criticism. Yeah. So. Yeah, my second round was against Dan Smith, who was the other Thanos in the event. Um, he was playing Thanos with uh, Marvel, um, the Uatu that you can choose the click he's on, and Star Sapphire, um, and. I th- think he had two equipments but i don't remember what they were it was i think it was captain he had, America he had captain, Car- I think he had the Cap- captain carter shield u.s agent shield for refluxes was it u.s agents okay it was refluxes which i think is a good play on actually cool yeah so i uh i won matt um and i just sent some paparazzi to get rid of both of his objects which <laughs> was pretty important i think in in this matchup um he just moved up a bit, and then I uh, just used enhancement and shield team ability to kill his Marvel in one turn. Um, after Marvel was dead, it kind of spiraled from there. Um, once Marvel's dead, it's pretty easy to kill Uatu because he's on last click. Like he's giving twenty defense to everything, but. I have a bunch of probs and 12 attack on my Sicarian and everything, so it doesn't actually matter that much. So then hypersonic, shoot Uatu, Uatu dies as well, and then it's just Star Sapphire and Thanos left uh, against my entire team. And I think I think we calculated that I killed his Thanos on turn four or something as the last figure on his team. Um, wow. Yeah, I think that that particular... Without the hex, I didn't need it. I just flurried wow. him a couple of times. Wow. <laughs> um, I think that, like, Celebrity isn't great against Thanos when Thanos has barrier to lean on, and I think that variation of Thanos is pretty good against, like, scientists and stuff, but um, when there's no barrier for Thanos on against Celebrity, Celebrity can deal so much damage that it, it's pretty hard for Thanos to survive all of it. I mean... It's not as much that it, it's just really convenient to give Thanos a lot of barrier, which and I think that's the right way to play it. I mean, the starting point of the team was essentially Thanos, Collector Malkin, and it's pretty easy to add more. So if you, if you have the barrier problem, then that sucks. But uh, yeah, but Dan won most of his was, other games for the rest of the day. So clearly, oh, for sure. That... I, I just think I just I prefer that variation slightly less. Mm-hmm. Just ever so slightly. Yeah, Dan was Dan rounded out the uh, top four with Tom and Emily and I in the end. Um, yeah, definitely no shade there. He's a good player, I think. 
uh, when I played at that, when I won that w, audio, Ottawa WKM, I think he was my top four opponent and Asia was my top table opponent. So That's right. There were actually, there were some good players at this event. Maybe, you know, so. For sure. Yeah. So and uh, and I, I don't know yeah, whether if we, if we played again, he would have <laughs> positioned in quite the same way. Um, but it worked out for me for that particular game. Then we had round three, which was last round of Swiss because there were 16 players. Um, anybody who was in theory, anybody who was two and one made it and anybody who was not didn't. So points in theory didn't matter. Um, we'll talk about how that theory turned out <laughs> after this round. But uh, but that was the theory. Um, so I was 2-0 at this point. So I was pretty happy because and so was Emily. So we yeah. were both at this point locked for top eight so our third games didn't matter all that much um i played mike white who was playing scientists uh as a rematch of canadian nationals finals from 2019 um and i think also the last round of swiss from canadian nationals from 2019 we've played a lot um and it was also a rematch of the last round of the qualifier from the day before and basically the exact same thing happened he had plus one on me he won map he ran across the map and murdered venom magneto immediately and then i couldn't really do too much i killed a couple more things this time i think the end score was like 100 to 225 instead of like me only killing one thing <laughs> so it was a little better but there was just no real way for me to get through the 19 defense when my main attacker only has a 10 attack um easiest way is like somehow getting a pulse wave off but then like you need a second pulse wave to follow up and it just it doesn't work. There may have been some way to win that that I didn't manage to find, but without Venom Magneto, meaning that I couldn't drop the hex marker, I just couldn't find it in time. And Mike, uh, Mike won that game pretty cleanly, as he did, I think, in every practice game and every tournament game that I played against him, Celebrity on Scientist. <laughs> Not my favorite matchup. So I was 2-1 after that round. What was your last round like, Emily? My last round was against Daniel Lennox. He was playing a really unique mystical team of Wonder Woman with Jumpa, the Recruiter Doctor Strange, uh, Common Scarlet Witch, Felix Faust, um, Chase Doctor Dooms, uh, Scarlet Witch, and the Waldo Arms. All good he, figures. Yeah, very so the, good figures. The, the context for this team is that he's a Wonder Woman fan, and he built this exact team, but had Mary Shazam instead. I basically said, how about you play a much better figure uh, in Scarlet Witch? So Makes sense. Yeah, a bunch of just really good figures. And then also one of the jumper technically is there for leadership. And, uh, yeah, Faust is really good. Faust is really good, yeah. It's unfortunate it's that Mystical I mean, isn't like, the greatest I, I was talking with Paul the other day about our respective top ten list of things in Modern, and we both agreed that he was up there for sure. I um I firmly believe that uh, non if you're playing non theme, Faust and Molecule Man are must plays. Yeah, only problem is uh, if you're playing um, Collector and you can only have one thing from Wonder Woman eighty, then then it's a little closer. But sure. Other than that, Faust is really really good especially like he's so good against a lot of the stuff that gets played right now like the whole scientist team it's like mm -hmm. i we have four probs four outwits and three perplexes yep 
No, <laughs> no, you don't actually. Yeah, and then you and then you play with Ampetunia's Ampetunia's house so that you're mm-hmm. guaranteed, almost guaranteed, to be within his bubble. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, he he won map. He put us on Otherworld Castle. Uh, he switched out Doctor Doom to Lord Doom, and he equipped the Waldo arms on him. Uh, he also phased up Doctor Strange onto the Elevation Two of the castle and um, then passed. I uh, equipped Collector, and then because of where he had uh, moved Doctor Strange out and didn't have first turn immunity on him anymore, I um, spaced up with Thanos to Elevation 3, got into range of him. I think I had to TK out first, and then I can't remember. But anyways, I got it, I got him in range. I think I may have had to perplex up my my range to do it, but... Um, I literally looked at him and I said, I've never played against the rec- the recruiter trait before. <laughs> so I just, I think I want to just go after him first. And <laughs> just let's kill not, the guy with the recruiter yeah. trait. <laughs> let's not learn what he, what he, what he does. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, I ended up hitting him for four damage. So he's only got two clicks left. Um, and then I'm just kind of up there on, on elevation three. His ne- next turn, he um, comes up with Scarlet Witch and Felix Faust to, um, to shoot me with Scarlet Witch, and um, from there I'm able to now mind control the two of them. Neither of them got their their rollout, so I was able to successfully mind control them both. Um, I sent Felix back to finish off um, Doctor Strange, and then <laughs> I sent um, Scarlet Witch after Felix, but uh, Felix did get his um, super senses this time. Um, then he moves forward with a, a bunch of his group, and um, I end up just like mind controlling, taking out more little pieces as we go. I think at one point he was able to do the uh, retail with uh, Jumpa to get her in place to force blast me into nothing, but she was there to be able to make an attack and ended up um, getting Star Sapphire with a shot from scarlet witch and i think that was the only point that he got in that game um i won 105 to 25 putting me at 3 and 0 and undefeated very nice. nice yeah um so this is where the theory of going two and one guarantees you and not going two and one guarantees that you're not comes into question um so tom made the top eight um as the eighth seed he he was one and two because the last round had a zero zero tie (laughs) which is a double loss in swiss so the highest point one and two made the cut um this is sorry wait 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 I, hold, no, 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 hold on. I didn't know any of this, and then he made second? What? Yeah, yeah. didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so this is relevant because that's there. Emily's finals opponent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because initially they, had, initially they had announced Shiara as, yeah. as eighth. Because the win did its thing, and there's a zero-zero tie, and it marked one of them as having won. Right, just like at random, basically. Wow. So I had to go back and be like, actually, that was a double wrong. loss. Tom makes it because Tom lost to Mike, like 185 to 190 or something. It was like the closest game. <laughs> and then he lost to Dan Smith, his eventual top four opponent. Actually, he lost to both 
his top eight and top four opponent in Swiss, <laughs> who he then beat in the top cut um, with like 75 to 180 or something, and then won his last game. Wait, he so, went one and two and made top cut? He went one and two and made top cut because of the double loss. <laughs> yep. Tom wow. is the luckiest <laughs> man I know. This is the same guy who got the Rock Cup Right. Zero points in round one and six hundred in round two because he killed he in mine and then he made second at the event. Like, what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it was uh so Mike was the one seed because uh there were two three O's because of sixteen players, three rounds. Um Emily and Mike were the two three O's. Mike scored more points, so he was the one seed, Emily was two. Um Emily's top cut match will sound familiar to you. Uh Emily, who'd you face in top eight? I faced Daniel Lennox again <laughs> uh, with his with his fun Wonder Woman Jumpa team. Um, but this time, I won Matt for the first and only time of the day. <laughs> so, um, so me having that that whole Aunt Petunia thing was absolutely relevant. <laughs> um, what's the on... what's the actual Aunt Petunia's map bonus? Do you care um, about it at all, or is it just I, the... No, I do. I do, because my opponents um, have max six for perplex, perplex problems. No, that, no that's, that's the consolation. Oh, that's the, the consolation. Win, uh, the winning map doesn't do anything. Oh, no, because it, it gives you... Me, never, like, no, I mean, you never pick map with that team. You always it, go around with that. That's yeah, it, it There'd be a really weird thing to happen. An eight. It gives and then if, a if that person eight. is Franklin Great. or Valeria, it's a 10. Okay, oh, so definitely not enough to overrule Realm of Death. Got it. No, yeah. So I did pick Realm, because at that time it was still legal. <laughs> Many things have changed since this event just over a week ago. So glad that map is gone. Uh-huh. Um, so, and I I remember the whole thing of, because I won map and active player stuff, I, I remember to tell him that he needs to choose if he's rolling his dice for, uh, for DJ Doom or if he's swapping. Yep. <laughs> um, he ended up swapping into Lord Doom again. Um, and then he rolled his dice just for fun to see what he was going to get. And I think it was a one and a five, but, um, but yeah, so he picked Lord Doom and then he, um, so I, I do my whole equipping and, uh, equipping collector and pass. He equips Lord Doom with the Waldo arms. Um, I didn't roll very well on my gem, so I had barriered up. He, uh, perplexes the move on Lord Doom and, like starts just walking through walls to bust everything to get a line to me. Um, but I... he miscounted and didn't quite reach my starting area. So he was like one square off of like busting through. Oof. <laughs> um, and then He's... he looks at Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. He looks at me and he goes, he goes, Emily, I know you're going to win this game again, but I want to make it fun and I want to be as disruptive as possible. So he then moves up Scarlet Witch, he moves up Felix Faust, he just like kind of puts everybody around so that like everybody's just kind of in my face. I have no choice but to deal with Felix Faust's um, roles if I want to do anything. And I mind controlled either Scarlet Witch or Felix Faust, I don't remember. One of them, I think one of them rolled out and then I targeted the other one. And then when I did the attack, they rolled out again. So like nothing happened between that. But the second person I, I chose for the mind control was the uh, Lord Doom. And instead of having him go over to punch somebody, I have him walk through that one more piece of wall right into my team. 
And then I risk the Felix Faust roll uh, to outwit his defense. And he rolls a one with Felix letting me use um, outwit again. Um, so I punch with Thanos and um, I know he's got two clicks left now. And then I again risk another outwit to outwit the defense he's got now. And um, Felix rolls a three, so I get to use the outwit. Nothing bad happens. And um, either Molecule Man or, or Scarlet Witch takes out the Lord Doom. So I'm like right up on points really fast. Um, he, I don't remember exactly at what point, but uh, he comes in with Wonder Woman and Jumpa to do the, the retail knockback. And with that knockback, he's able to um, send Collector out and put him in the line of fire of Scarlet Witch. Um, he uses the Doctor Strange Recruiter, uh, the mystical arts thing that gives the extra pen damage at the end to Scarlet Witch. Um, and this time he was smart. He just, he kept the Doctor Strange back so I couldn't kill him right off. Um, <laughs> and he, uh, so he shoots uh, Scarlet Witch uh, onto my collector. Uh, I don't get the rollout and then the pen damage um, kills him from the stop click. So yep. <laughs> um, those were the only points he ended up getting from me. I ended up getting um, 180 in that game because he brought out a couple of guys with the recruiter trait. So he was just like, at that point, I was just getting points from him. <laughs> what can you bring out with recruiter at the moment? Is it just like Dark Britons or? He brought out Dark Britain and Jimmy Woo. Okay. From the two people. Yeah, I Dark Britain. I mean, the there's like other pieces. I mean, you can bring A, you can bring in Jubilee, you can if, bring in... If you have that there's, there's high that. of a point, if you have high, that high of a point character. You can bring which, in double... Well, I mean, I think I'm more if too, right? Which is KO. Or if you're, yeah, I mean... Isn't Recruiter, like, you score the points when they... They score the points when you bring yeah, it in so, or something? Yeah, so, okay, so it's a power yeah. action, you pick the character with the key or whatever, so you bring them in, and then your opponent scores immediately... So you probably don't want to bring an A in. <laughs> Here, 70 points. No, but I'm saying you can. Yeah. I, I think Dark I Britain is you your best the question. Like, offensive threat. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because he, he doesn't score your opponent a billion points and uh, is just better on offense than, like, any of those other things anyway. But, yeah, again, and yeah, it, it, mostly Jubilee and Durban probably. Do they double score it if they also kill it? No. No, no it's instead of. That makes sense. My, uh, my main question would be, is Lord Doom really the, the right choice for that match? I don't know. He he said that he wanted to reach and the like. I think that the destroyer's blocking. He wasn't playing the cloak, was he? No, his only no. equipment was the wall door. If, if he was playing the cloak, I could see it. But like, there's the fact that Lord Doom doesn't have move through, and the destroyer's blocking. But the way destroyed blocking. I works. tried to convince him not to play the wall arms, but I couldn't win that battle. Yeah, so. just the way that it destroys blocking works and the way movement works. He's just he never gets to go next to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, because I made sure to put barrier right in front like, of your characters, right in, right in front of my characters with a wall, like in yep. front, like so there was, yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what I did. <laughs> I played it right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's a right choice. Like, what do you? Uh, maybe I like mean, forearm doom. Yeah, all caps doom at least can't be mind controlled unless yeah. you're with the battle fury, which is a thing you're allowed to do. <laughs> Um, forcing forcing you into Faust. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
yeah, so I played uh, Patrick Imbo, another good friend of mine, good player from Ottawa. Uh, he was playing X-Men, um, and he had made it with uh, a swap team that uh, I helped with a little bit the night before because he originally just had like a couple of maggots team which obviously i supported but basically had no chance of even damaging a thanos <laughs> so uh and we knew that there was two at the event so we, we we adjusted it a little bit um so that he had swap in options that at least could deal damage to thanos um but it against me he just went uh he won map so he just went jubilee and a couple of maggots and stuff um he stayed in his reach wasn't like it's interesting because he technically had full map reach if he wanted to like go across the entire map and make attacks only with maggot pugs that had no empower on them or anything. So like you can do that, um, which wasn't a line that he considered at all. I, I told I asked him about it afterwards and he said that he didn't even look for it because <laughs> he didn't really think it was going to do what he needed it to. Um so instead, he just stayed in his starting area on the first turn and on the second turn moved out about halfway up the map. We were on the Jubilee map, of course, uh, since he picked Jubilee. Um, but unfortunately, he missed a line that I had where I could use Human Torch's knockback and Venom Magneto's TK to get uh, an energy explosion with a Psychic Blast on his entire team to kill Venom Magneto and deal two to like most of the rest of his team except for Jubilee, and then follow up with a um, five damage double target attack from Scarlet Witch, which is what I did, and killed. Uh, I killed Venom Magneto. I took um, Pixie off of her top click where she can carry well. I took. Professor X down two. I killed one maggot and took one down to click four. Wow. And yeah, uh, and we're on the Jubilee map. So without the ability to like have a taxi that can fly, he just has a really hard time actually following up with anything. Um, and I outwit the leadership on Professor X, so he doesn't have a ton of actions to take the next turn. So basically all he gets to do is running shot with Jubilee and carry maggot one, his one remaining maggot with Pixie to go walk up on uh, the elevated and kill one thing. Uh, I think the maggot pog managed to poison and then hit human torch, which I'm pretty sure are the points that he took. And then I just cleaned up in the next couple of turns, um, got uh, Scarlet Witch's damage up to six and attacked Jubilee and he missed the shape change. So she just died and then finished off Maggot with Sakari and Iron Man. So it was pretty much over from there. Uh, so that one was 300 to 20 for me. And then... Can we uh, just quickly... Sorry, can we, were you done? Yeah, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, you mentioned the Human Torch knockback. Uh, remember how you totally didn't know that he oh, did yeah. that at the beginning of the day that day? <laughs> yeah, literally after the first round, Jay's like, so technically you cheated because the knockback's compulsory. I'm like, knockback? Read his card again. Huh, that trait does have a second line of text. <laughs> Turns out that that's a lot of why he's good. I was just playing him for the enhancement and the uh, one square barrier. But, well, uh, I mean, you were playing him because I... I told you I because I gave you two. So sure, that too. Uh, the reason why he was there is because yeah, the the plus two scooch. I mean, a scooch on a team with Venom Magneto is especially silly. But yep. when you really want to scooch your Scarlet Witch, it's just exactly the thing you need. So 
And yep, that's, yeah. why, that's why your torch was 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 in that whole first attack for me with your venom eggs. I wanted to absolutely. take them both out. <laughs> All the mobility gone immediately. It, yes. it absolutely makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my team building process was basically Jay sent me a version of celebrities because he'd been paying attention. I built every other possible version of celebrities and then played the one Jay sent me. Because <laughs> right, it I mean, turns out that Venom Magneto is really good. Adam and I get, Adam and I worked on it together, so I'll go. I'll call fifty fifty credit versus Emily, where I'll call like most of the credit. So <laughs> on the on the team building, but Emily yep. did also. I will take a second to say that Emily played that team better than I ever could, and I would have never been able to win nationals, and I would have. I've, I've never prepared as hard for an event, and I don't want to hear anybody say that her win is any less legitimate just because. I mean, there's a lot of great players that can be named that I'm sure Azareth has in mind that also don't build their own teams and we don't give them shit. And so also even players do that. that do build uh, their own teams. Well, don't... No, no, no. People give that player shit. <laughs> That's true. But even players uh, who do build their own teams don't always build their own teams. Like, yeah. you know, I build the vast majority of my own teams, but Jay sent me this one and I couldn't fi- I mean, figure it also, out better. Also, on that topic. Like, I have never actually like gone to an event with a team and not at least show it to five people so, like, so on that topic it comes it's it's similar because like i come from playing competitive card games yeah there are people that are pilots and there are people that are builders and there are even fewer people that are both and there are also the entire community established in the environment like yeah it's so hard to play a good team that no one else has played right. <laughs> there's, there's no such thing as a player a, there's no player that goes and wins an event in, in a vacuum. That just does not exist. So, yep. And, I, and I'm yeah. grateful to have like all of you guys that are great at like me saying, okay, I want to play this. I'm going to try it with this, and then it sucks, and then you guys all tweak it, make it better for me. Because like Devin, you did that with the Vulture team. Like I had started yep. it, and it was what I wanted to do, and then it just wasn't doing as well. And the Devin's like, why don't you try this with it? And then there we go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like. There's so much stuff that you can tweak on a team, and you shouldn't change something just so you can say, this is my team. Like, if you see somebody else play a team and you're like, that looks great, but I'm going to change one figure on it for no particular reason, just because I want to be able to say, I built the team. It's like, why (laughs) Why are you doing that? (laughs) And no one should ever discredit somebody else's win for any reason. Yeah. Like... You earned the win by playing as well as you did. Absolutely. That shouldn't be taken. I mean, you literally had to win six Heroical teams in a row in a field that included Devin, Tom, Mike, and and a bunch of other good players. Like, this was not a joke of an event, so... Speaking of which, the next round, uh, we don't have to do separate (laughs) ones for this, because it was us. Um, Yeah, I mean... It was awesome to get to play in the in the top four of Canadian Nationals, and uh, I was a little nervous because I hadn't done super well, even on the times that we won Matt, before Emily had totally figured out how to play your team. So after she got <laughs> undefeated in the first four rounds, I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> I like, think actually, she knows what she's doing. I'm in actually, trouble. <laughs> Devin, when we did our practice game, was I not even doing potential errata? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I had beaten you with the potential errata version. 
Yeah. Which was the actual errata as well in the end, but wasn't in effect for this tournament. Um, but I was very worried. Yeah, we'd never played a practice game with full Thanos. No. <laughs> with no errata. So I was definitely worried going into this. Um, partially because I just like didn't actually do enough prep for this event. I I I played zero practice games personally against Thanos's that weren't errated. My only Thanos practice was Emily in one game of J, and both of them played it like it was errated. So <laughs> I, I did not actually have enough practice. So I tried things. Um, yeah, so I won map, and we went to Desert Wedding because you can't pick an indoor map against Thanos. <laughs> um, I. Stole the Cloak of Levitation, equipped my stuff, sent Mary Jane out to do that, uh, and then passed it to Emily, who did very little, I, right? Just, like, buried or something. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I just pretty much buried her up. Because I, I knew you were going to come closer to me, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as Thanos, like, first of all, it's, like, I have first turn immunity, so you're not really doing much even if you come out i think maybe you killed a paparazzi or something but like it doesn't really matter um and thanos's reach is such that even if you don't move out of your starting area at all you can still cross the map on turn two if your opponent decides not to move out of their starting area (laughs) yeah um yeah so on my turn two because it is true that so if thanos rolls space gem and mind gem so rolls two gems Thanos can phase forward 12, shoot 10 to your starting area, mind controlling, and then free phase back six, and then get TK'd back six into your starting area, and then you bury her up. So staying in your starting area against a Thanos just, like, doesn't work. Like, sure, I'm up five points, but (laughs) I'm not staying up five points if I'm standing in my starting area. So I have to come out. Um, So I just carried forward, positioned everything the best I could so that uh, the mind control would be less devastating, um, which it turned out not to be, but the positioning was fairly difficult. Um, and perplexed up Venom Magneto's defense because he's the most important figure on my team. <laughs> and then, and then I, I, I mind controlled your Pharaoh and your Saki. I had Pharaoh um, punch Human Torch. Torch right? cause, yeah, because yeah, Torch was adjacent and I didn't want to risk the breakaway roll to punch something else. Um, and then turns out I did get the breakaway roll because I think I moved her back from your team. Yep. And then I did attempt the breakaway with Saki because I really wanted to go after your Venom Megs. And you reminded me that you used every prob in your power to stop me from doing it. <laughs> yeah, I used I used like four probs or something to stop her from breaking away because she had a prob as well. So maybe two on it even, I don't remember. But there was a lot of probs back and forth because I would like Venom Magneto to survive if possible. And, one, and getting super senses on one attack is significantly more likely than two. So yeah, so in the end, you were successful with stopping me from breaking away. And yeah. I didn't get to make an attack with Saki that turn. Um, so then I ended up um, double targeting for damage with Thanos, um, your Venomegs, and your Torch because of yep. the collector damage. It's enough to actually get rid of both of them, if, mm-hmm. even if you, yeah. So I and then you didn't get your super senses, and I was able to take out your mobility in one turn. Yeah, which matters a lot in that matchup. Um, so 
the easiest way to kill a Thanos, not the only way to kill a Thanos, but certainly the easiest one is take away all of his powers and then flurry him. <laughs> um, and the only way to get the hex marker into position is to have a telekinesis. The There is an option on the celebrity team. Theoretically, you can pick telekinesis on Sicarian, but then you're not actually following up your hex marker and they move out of it. So it doesn't really work. <laughs> um, so the way it actually goes is... Venom Magneto dies, she barriers up, the team doesn't have a great way of getting through barrier, so Scarlet Witch just has to running shot and shoot out a barrier, and then I charge Flurry on Thanos, and I missed one of them. Yep. So, I just didn't even deal that much damage. Even if I had, I think it matters very little in the grand scheme of this game. Uh, actually, wait, this one, did I kill somebody else this time and hit Thanos? I think that's what happened. I this, think on you this killed turn, Sapphire. Yeah, I think I killed Star Sapphire and hit Thanos. And then the next turn, and that gave me a destroyer roll. Way back up. Yeah. yeah, but that gave me a destroyer roll too, and I was successful with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended yeah. up outwitting Pharaoh's senses, and I used her to get, uh, and then I mind controlled her, and then used her to hit your Scarlet Witch to her stop click, and then That's I took out cool. Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and like I, on my next turn, I like running shot to try to take Destroyer back off the map and kill Molecule Man um, because I had enough damage. Uh, you didn't kill the Pharaoh until the next turn, but... Okay. Um, because I needed her enhancement to make that work. <laughs> so she was definitely still around that turn, but it not for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I like, you know, I needed a seven and there was like two probs for me and one prob for Emily and I missed it and didn't take destroyer off the map or kill molecule man and from there i was just in a lot of trouble <laughs> um, yeah because i think i was then after that was able to eventually also get your scarlet witch and at the same yeah. time your sicarian was double tokened and i outwitted the willpower so yeah exactly yeah and my my destroyer came in as well um, oh yes 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 but i just had no way of killing enough stuff at this point basically both We'd taken enough time by the point that all of this stuff was happening that I just didn't have enough turns to do stuff. And um, I only had Sakarian and uh, Destroyer left who could attack at all. Destroyer was pretty likely to be off the map like the next turn. And if Emily just like outwits Flurry on Sakarian once he clears, I basically have no way of getting through Thanos. And she's taken out enough points of mine at this point that if I can't kill Thanos, I'm not winning the game. So at that point, uh, the other game had finished and I was like, I don't feel like holding up the tournament. So I just conceded at that point because there was no chance of me winning that game. <laughs> and it ended up being like 30 to 300 because I conceded. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. it was a it was a good game, though. I mean, I think if things had gone like slightly differently, I still could have won that game. I think it was slightly less one sided than the score makes it look. But there was. I, it was not likely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Emily played it really well. The thing about one of the things about the celebrities team is that it's not very good against Molecule Man. <laughs> he puts up enough barrier that, and this is pre-rata Molecule Man, which can put up less barrier, but didn't in our game. <laughs> no, didn't. Not. It, the only time that that the less barrier actually happened was in my games against uh, Daniel Lennox. There was uh, quite a few times where I only rolled like a one or a two. So, yeah. Oh, we never, we haven't recorded since uh, the watch list. So I get to say that Molecule Man got buffed. Yep. And then anybody yep. who argues 
is just. I mean, that's, turned, they're not like technically the most wrong that there's ever been, but like he he definitely got blocked. In any situation where you just, needed to roll the four, five, or six to protect your team, you were probably just playing incorrectly in the first place. So, just it was. It's not even that it's three. It's that it's not one. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, it's like if every, you consistently I mean, have three squares of blocking, you can block off sections. Well, of it's it's more that you always can remove at least two. That too. That's always like you never need more than that. Yeah. So just making it even that little iota more consistent is just like why. Which matters less for why Thanos. Why did you do this? Because Thanos yeah. doesn't care that much about removing his opponent's blocking. Um, but it certainly matters on like scientists and stuff. They care a lot. Yeah, I think that I think that losing the variance. I mean, I also hate variance as a general rule. So yeah, even though I'm a Spider-Man fan, but I have to learn to live. So I mean, certainly things that are random are like, especially squares of barrier. There's so much planning that you can that you just can't do if it's random squares of barrier versus consistent three, where you can position. So like. Okay, guaranteed. These two characters are really hard to kill. They're the only ones that can be attacked. I have three. Whereas if you then roll a one, oh, never mind. But it's not. <laughs> I the, guess the, the answer, also, like, you can have seven, right? Like you could cost a barrier mm-hmm. and have seven. So. Absolutely. And, and, and you can have. Or two molecule man takes too long was not actually make him better, but at least they technically addressed the problem. It's just in the worst possible way. So. <laughs> It's he not does, like where Smoke Cloud is free would have been a good idea or anything. It's not like you know, placing six markers every single turn isn't a time sink, but whatever. Yeah, but at least you don't have to roll for it at random and then decide afterwards. And it's a slight improvement on that front, at least. All right. Uh, yeah, and this is where my tournament ended. So, Emily, you're you're up to talk about the last round. Yeah, so the the finals was with me and Tom. Uh, he was playing a plus six Latveria team. He had Emperor Gladiator Prime, Collector, Doom the Annihilating Conqueror, Star Sapphire, Chase, or, uh, no, sorry, Un- Uncommon Doctor Doom and Common Scarlet Witch. So that means that he has built with both of Collector's traits, getting uh, attack and damage buffs. Uh, he wins map, puts us on Honeymoon Resort, um, which we both learned that day that it's actually an outdoor map. I chose the side that had more more blocking by the starting area, um, so that I had more blocking already there to in combination with my the, the barrier on my team to hide a little bit more. Um, he switches out his um, Chase Doom for Valeria Doom. Um, and then TKs out Gladiator and with Scarlet Witch. He steals my object. And then he moves all the way back. And then he's able to also TK him back with Star Sapphire. So he's basically back in his starting area uh, with my cloak. Um, I... I think I only got a one on my gem roll, so I chose time so that if he did get to me the following turn, I had a rollout, and I just barriered up. He then just took a costed action to destroy the cloak and stayed back. 
Uh, I still got low gem rolls again on my next turn, so I stayed back again and protected. Um, then he ended up moving up, and he was able to shoot through a barrier to take out Star Sapphire. Um, but that means that now, like, his team is close to the middle of the map, and I'm able to mind control a bunch of people. Um, I knew that I wanted to be able to get out his enhancement, so I mind controlled Gladiator and Doctor Doom. Uh, Doom took out the Doom bot that was next to him, and then I had um, the Gladiator take out the Doctor Doom. Gladiator is a rough figure to get mind controlled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I was able to pretty much one shot most of his pieces that I was able to get. Um, I think I also that turn took a costed action with Thanos to also take out one of the TKers to decrease some of his mobility. Um, the rest of this game is like kind of fuzzy to me. I know that he ended up getting my collector. Um, and a whole lot of this game was... You, like, you kind of went into a haze where you just were playing exactly perfectly. I don't know. Like, like I, I literally did not I, see any misplays. It was just like, like free phase, phase away, put barrier up, free phase away, put barrier up, free phase yeah, away, put barrier up. I was like going like one back or two and forth. Slight yeah. positionings of barrier where you like, think it could have been better, but like you pretty much just... I was but like... Barrier was plus sprite game. and the stealth on Molecule Man meant that Emperor Gladiator just didn't get to attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was a, it was a combination of it was just probably one of your best matchups of the day, and you had already played. You were extremely well practiced. Like you would play. This was your uh, like tenth game of the weekend or something. In addition to like whatever, like you just played the team exactly you're supposed to. That's kind of yeah. Other other than forgetting I don't know what more a, there is to say about that. Other than forgetting a super central on one of his attacks when I had time, but one of the best things about this game was that he had destroyed my cloak and he didn't have equipment and we didn't have to think about destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best points because Tom looked at me at one point. He goes, "I've just got rid- gotten rid of your cloak. We don't have to think about destroyer anymore." And we're like. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was the <laughs> that was definitely Absolutely. a highlight there. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just kept you're, you're welcome for lending you that thing, Emily. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah, <laughs> I have one coming now in the mail. I have one coming. Oh, nice. You managed it. Hold on. <laughs> I did. Um, but yeah, so I was phasing back and forth, and it took me a very, very like quite a few turns to actually take out Valeria Von Doom because she kept rolling. The shape change that kept giving me one feedback damage so i kept picking soul and healing back up and just it it took forever but i eventually she eventually didn't roll the shape change and i was able to get her but it must just have been so hopeless feeling on tom's side unfortunately because it's like okay yeah my valeria is not dying but i can't damage thanos so yeah and i i think by the end he it, it was down to basically just gladiator but i had taken 275 points because i had also got some uh doom bots and some shiar soldiers and yeah. so because he was generating things and um but yeah he he after he, the cloak after points. you took points after you took points after he took the cloak there was no point in that game where you were anywhere close to losing yeah yeah 
Yeah, it felt like I was like out of body almost. Like it just, it just <laughs> felt like it, it truly did. It was, it was such a strange. I mean, thing. honestly, I, I, I was more. I was. Like, I mean, was like, I was more games. rooting for you than. I mean, I would have, I would have been happy no matter who won, but I was more rooting for you than Tom, and I, I, I wasn't freaking out at all. You were playing everything perfectly, like exactly correct. So, <laughs> I don't know. Because the, like my best placement ever in a Canadian Nats was top eight. So as soon as I hit top eight, I'm like, okay, I've just like tied my best placement ever. And then once I was in top four against Devin, I was like, I've done better than I've ever done. Whatever the outcome is, is what the outcome's gonna be. And then I felt the exact same way with with Tom at the end. And and like and we're all such close friends. Like it was it was such a great play experience. Like we all yeah, like we sure. hugged before and after the games. <laughs> we like it was. It was great. Yeah, Tom. Tom wasn't like Tom didn't like kick the table over something after he lost. <laughs> yeah, definitely no hard feelings on any of these games. It was just they were they were all I mean, really Tom fun games of Hero Clips. Well. home after like. Yeah. Reminds me in uh, 2019 of uh, critting uh, Patricia out of the tournament and then. We drove with her back to Toronto. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that where you crit with Cerny? Mangog. Yeah. Yeah. Mangog. Mangog, yeah. It's just like, it's just like, oh no. <laughs> She's great though, so obviously no, it wasn't not, actually was a problem, but it was funny. The, unfortunately, that was not a Cerner tournament. That would have been pretty good. No. I, I did win two tournaments with Cerner while he was legal, but that was not one of them. Yeah, this Canadian Nationals Tyler, was... We're working on getting Devin to play server sometime soon. He's always on our on our plan. Absolutely. The the place adjacent is a, is an issue for this version of server, but we'll try to get it. We'll try to make it happen. Um, yeah, so this Canadian Nationals was, you know, a little smaller than it had been in previous years, but still a field of incredible players, and Emily played really, really well to win. Undefeated on the day. Yeah, there was... There was at least one good judge because Joe was there. <laughs> yeah, it was great. You guys did awesome. Yeah, it was that was one of the smoothest events I've run. Like it was no really issues. smooth. Everybody I, was so friendly. There was like no fighting. There was no arguing. Everything was just like so smooth. It was great. Yeah, I honestly have no no complaints except for the fact that I wish there was more notice when people could have shown up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be nothing, nice to get more people nothing out. Nothing that happened at like, the event itself people. could have gone better, really, I don't think. Yeah. We all uh, we all the night before agreed that as much as we like John Hafford, we couldn't let him win that tournament. Wow. <laughs> the only American there was the not. Only, <laughs> the only American that wasn't a judge. Yeah, the only American playing was not allowed to was not allowed to win <laughs> Canadian Nationals again to keep up the keep up the uh, or reestablish, I guess, the curse. <laughs> he made top eight, right? He was in yeah, he top did. eight. Yeah. Yeah. Nice Dan Smith in top eight. And uh, and didn't win that game. But he made the And made I managed top. to not face the other Thanos, which was kinda cool. <laughs> there was a chance of an all Thanos finals. It didn't there happen. Was. But there was a chance. I have not actually put any thought into how that matchup goes, so don't ask me. <laughs> yeah, no, <but> <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Emily would have won it. <laughs> <laughs> okay was there anything else at the event that really i don't i don't, I don't think i have any other insights i mean you yeah two, i mean there's stuff to talk about teams. i don't i mean I don't, I don't think i mean i built the teams but you two played them incredibly well so i don't think i have any more insights so 
I really don't have anything to say in this episode. So probably yeah, we'll be, uh, we do have some questions that uh, might bring something up that we uh, that we forgot. <laughs> so let's go over those. Um, all right, first question from Richard Leo. Question for Emily, not for me for some reason. Why didn't you play Maggot? Because you can't play Vision Prime with Maggot on sword yet, is the actual answer. <laughs> that I just made up off, off the top of my head right now. But I did pl- just play two Maggots this weekend. At, she at did, yeah. We, we, played, uh, we went to a local tournament, yep, and you did play two Maggots, yeah. I played two. Nice. And Richard, I'm hoping you're going to sign the cards for me when I see you. And not destroy them! When the, so, so for context, oh my god, I don't even know if I want to say it. We have a group chat of me, Richard, Devin, and Joe, and he called you guys tools for signing the cards. <laughs> because we posted a picture of me, I mean, this is this is Joe's Facebook uh, profile picture now, but we took a picture uh, uh, that I tagged uh, Crashing the Shell Razors Reunion hashtag bring back maggot and uh, saw that the cards were on the table being signed I told you guys tools was great I really <laughs> missed that guy I do have a card for you Emily that has both Joe and mine's signature on it so you just okay, need I, but I have two maggots I want both cards signed well you're on your own for the second one <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, my answer to why not play Maggot uh, is because uh, I don't think a team with Maggot has any chance of killing a Thanos, basically. <laughs> I could not find a variation pre-X of Swords that could that was capable of murdering a Thanos in any way. Um, so I didn't play it. Uh, Post-X of Swords, I think X-Men is really good. Specifically, Maggot is really good. So I will be playing him a bunch once that happens. Uh, unfortunately, not at Worlds because I can't make it. But um, whenever, whatever I, I end mean, up playing, I, I I am personally planning on jumping on to X Men as soon as they're like X Swords is legal. So. X Swords is bringing so many good tools for X Men. Like there are going to be other good teams as well, but X Men is definitely going to be up there. All right, uh, another question from Ricky. Two part question: Would the teams still perform post watch list? If watch list was in effect, would you have switched teams? So from my practice games, I think I was doing pretty well with it because there, there was a whole, like a week or 10 days that after Canadian Nats was announced and the watch list came out between before they came out with the resolution of what the watch list was going to be, where we had no idea. So I was playing it. Yeah, it seemed pretty obvious that it would be the improved targeting thing, but when it would happen or what. Yeah, so I was playing it that way and trying it that way, and and it's definitely not as powerful as it was. But I think I would have stayed with it because it was what I had practiced the most, and I was having some success with it still. I probably wouldn't have won my matches quite as easily because I did use that improved targeting quite a bit <laughs> to kill things, but <laughs> I think I... I still might have been able to pull it out. Yeah, and I've practiced against post uh, Errata Thanos a couple of times, Emily and a couple of other people, and uh, it certainly is not as strong, but I certainly haven't beaten it anywhere near every time, even with the pretty heavily Thanos matchup tuned version of Celebrities. So I still think that uh, that particular team is pretty good. Post watch list. 
Yeah, I still would have played it. We have a question from Michael McGreesh. Who won the hockey next door? <laughs> so if you haven't seen this, um, the <laughs> venue that Cardamagica, the store that hosted it, rented out was an athletics complex. Um, and the particular room that we were in had windows overlooking a hockey rink. <laughs> uh, and so when we were taking pictures for top eight and stuff, was it you who suggested it, Emily? Or was it someone else? No, somebody else did. But then for every picture after that, we made sure it happened. Yeah. So we took pictures in front of those windows so that all of the pictures from Canadian nationals would have hockey being played in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that it was an actual game or anything. It looked like just some people playing pickup or whatever. So I don't think there's an actual answer to that question. But it is very funny that Canadian nationals was being played right beside a hockey game. That's <laughs> That's the most Canadian thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Perfect. Flawless planning on the event organizer part for that. All right. Uh, Joe Alves, what was the most unexpected thing that happened during your match? So, I think considering that I only won map once, that I won map. <laughs> I actually won map once. So, um, I also realized, so you, 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 you won an event with basically never winning map. But it was a theme team at a tent pool. Like, like it's, everything was just this whole event was wild. <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing that you're already used to not picking map because you certainly did not at any points, uh, yeah. almost at any points. And most of my practice games was the same way. I was almost never winning map. So, yeah, it's definitely if you're playing Thanos, your safest bet is to assume you're not winning map. Yeah, like I mean, the, Realm of Death is great, but you. It turns out that in a game where going first and se- first uh, matters a lot, building a team that doesn't really care about going second is pretty good. Yeah. Was there something unexpected that happened during my games? I mean, you literally didn't know what your team did when you walked in. So sure, I guess. <laughs> sure, I guess finding out that Human Torch knocked things back. <laughs> <laughs> I just never played the figure before, and one free square of barrier and enhancement and on a character with a stop click for 20 points seemed good enough to me, you know? <laughs> Seems like I, a strong I, enough I figure by I was kind of tempted to not tell you, but you did technically cheat with that. Yeah, so it I is adoptional for anybody playing it. <laughs> did, you, um, did you ever copy Fantastic Four team ability with any of your other characters to heal him off the stop click? I didn't. The Yeah, the reason not to is just... Um, shield is so good well shield is really good and you can't do it more than once in a turn if it was still like how copying team builders used to work where it's not a free action and you just pick them at any time I absolutely would have picked fantastic four after everything but didn't uh, didn't have a chance to because I needed the other team abilities that makes sense and also I had avengers initiative which I needed to copy some amount of the time so, yeah, Spider Pharaoh surprisingly just randomly seems to get it a lot. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely something I thought about at a couple of on a couple of occasions, but didn't end up actually working. Um. All right. Yeah, I really can't think of anything else particularly unexpected for me in any of my games. I, I think Honestly, I vaguely. I, I I I could not tell you. I think I knew what everything did and stuff this time. There have definitely been <laughs> games of Heroclix I've played in the past where unexpected things have happened, but not not in this one. Oh, okay, well, technically, Emily, neither of you knowing how your map worked in the final game. That, yeah, 
that's that's true. And and I guess technically the whole qualifiers where I was facing things I had never faced before that I was like, okay, this kill box thing. <laughs> like yeah. I, I had no idea. But that that wasn't of the day of the event though. But I think if I'd never practiced against scientists, I would have been quite surprised by how much it does. <laughs> Everybody going to US nationals at least and probably also worlds, I assume it'll still be good, should practice at least once against scientists and understand what that team does because I mean it's a lot. I think it is a to- I think it is a top like three team right now. So Yeah, I agree for sure. All right. Uh Anthony Barnstable, what rules questions came up at Canadian Nats? Honestly, embarrassingly very few. I like it was just like one or two little things, but I just really not many. So like, I have a the fact that a double loss is a double yeah. loss was one. Like honestly, I kind of feel bad for Joe that I dragged him all the way out there because there were just not that many things. So I do have a few uh, that didn't actually come up on the day of Canadian Nats, but came up while practicing for Canadian Nats. Um, one of which being, what counts as a character being knocked back? And that's just basically, you have hit them, you have damaged them, and you say that they are being knocked back. They don't actually have to move. Yeah. For Scarlet Witch's attack power. Mm, which matters. Yeah. Because I was thinking, oh, I have to get like particular direction to make sure that I can actually move them or I don't get to clear the action tokens. Not true. You can just, as long as you don't kill them, you're fine. <laughs> so that's interesting. Um, also, uh, for Sakarian Iron Man, um, this is something that came up with Lockjaw uh, back when he was legal as well. Not this Lockjaw, the uh, six Infinity Tokens Lockjaw, um, which is when you take an object off Sakarian Iron Man and he takes the unavoidable damage, he's dealing that damage to himself, which means he's not taking no damage from an attack. Yeah, no destroyer roll, no steel energy, no knockback. There's a few things that you definitely have to keep in mind while playing or facing Sakarian Iron Man uh, for that reason. Yep. And you can choose to take your objects off strategically to make it so that your opponent doesn't get, for example, knocked back with their Scarlet Witch to take her off her stop click. Yep. Um, second question. Does Emily feel there are any rules questions she has before the next event? None that I can really think of. I'm, I'm thankfully pretty good with the rules. I, it's one of the things that I love about this game is is knowing how stuff works and I actually yeah. find joy in being able to call out my opponent on I don't think it works that way. For sure. <laughs> so I think yeah, I, I think I'm pretty good with that kind of with that kind of stuff, thankfully. I think it's one of the so things. So you're saying you're gonna you're gonna player, judge right? you're, you're gonna judge next year, Emily? No, I'm not judging because one, I like to play. <laughs> and two, I'm I even though I know what stuff is and how it works, I don't feel that I'm very good at describing the real reason why it works. So if somebody were to say, you know, what's the rule for this? I I could tell you exactly what the outcome is going to be, but why it happens that way, I I don't have the words for it. Right. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Emily is going to be playing in Defending Your Title next year, so you should all be scared. She's not judging. (laughs) My answer to this is... um... Uh, before Worlds, <clears throat> there are some things that need to be clarified about tarot cards. <laughs> um, I'm sure they will be, and uh, we're 
probably going to do a tarot card specific episode. I've been doing deep dives on tarot cards, um, but not until uh, after people care because U.S. Nationals is over and X of Swords exists. Um, so we'll we'll go over specifically what matters about tarot cards then. But uh, there are some weird interactions at the moment. So we'll see how those work. Why is it that like every major tournament, the format is immediately irrelevant? Like the next <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> Canadian Nationals immediately relevant. U.S. Nationals X of Swords comes out immediately after. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what events is Emily looking forward to most at Worlds? What Marvel or DC sets does she hope is used for boosters? Specifically, I assume, for Battle Royales and specifically Team Worlds, I assume. <laughs> yeah, so definitely sealed teams I'm very, very much looking forward to. It's so much fun! <laughs> it, it is! It's so much fun! I, I think it's my absolutely favorite uh, format. Same. Team sealed. Um, and I do love Battle Royals, too. I will definitely be playing some of those, just having fun. I'm definitely not a cutthroat player when it comes to it. I'm just there to hang out with people and roll some dice. So <laughs> No one should be a cutthroat player when wait, it comes are we to gonna, Battle Royals. Emily, people are, are, but no one should are we gonna get to Wait, are we going to get to play Battle Royals together at Memphis? That's going to be fun. Yes. Um, yeah, I unfortunately can't go, but if I was going, Team World's absolutely that. I love Team Worlds. I play. You I obviously wouldn't ask you. I don't. So don't answer. You're not. You're not as cool as ever. <laughs> Emily's star right now. You're not reigning national champion anymore. So. It's true. For the first time in three years, I I could finally no longer be the reigning Canadian national champion. Yep. I mean, you were yeah, dethroned by the eventual. It's not like you didn't lose to the eventual winner. There's no shame exactly. in that. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what uh, what booster set does everybody think? they would like to see for team worlds x of swords storyline op mm, interesting yeah yeah that would be cool. i mean i know that's not gonna happen we don't really know most of the figures in that so it's hard for me to say for sure that i want that but yeah so it for in terms of collecting stuff i would love to, it to be whatever the newest set is to get pieces that i don't have yet but in terms of playing with function it needs to yeah. be something that i <laughs> that i played because that's my whole learning style of what figures do is by playing them so yeah if it was disney plus i wouldn't be mad because i know it pretty well <laughs> but i my think aunt. there's gonna be time between now and then for like exosorts that yeah exosorts will absolutely be out my answer yeah, is, is too trolly i want on. The, i want the scooby-doo set I mean, you know, I want, I want, Scooby I do in world championship would be fun. I, I, I do. I am unironically looking forward to, but to Teen Titans go, that is actually a reasonable show. If you're not a bitter old person who's mad that it's not the old show. <laughs> they're technically, really uh, today. they're technically is precedent for, um, pre-release team worlds. The, sure. uh, XDPS. the last, the previous one was XDPS, which was pre-release at the time. Yep. Yeah. Which well, honestly, yeah, so isn't that fun. set like December though? So I don't think that's realistic. Yeah, probably not. I think that set is December now and is probably going to get delayed to next year. So really wouldn't hold my breath there. But what's what, what's after? I mean, wait, maybe that of Avengers set could be cool. I can't remember what month that that's coming. Doesn't out, have Scooby Doo in it, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no, but it has Captain America. 
Who doesn't want another Captain America? I do. Look, if it's not Scooby-Doo as Captain America, I don't care anymore. Exoswords <laughs> does look like a pretty okay sealed environment to me. Yeah, nothing like... I honestly haven't looked like at it in that context. Nothing like stands out as like overpowered, like sealed crusher. Like obviously like super rare prime Nimrod would be pretty dumb, but like it's super yeah. rare prime, so... <laughs> I and, and and I don't know. No one is ever going to listen to this, but I want them to go to the idea that was floating around maybe a year, year and a half ago, of going to a sealed brick for every. Yes. Yeah. 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 Abs. Hard agree. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it balances. It theoretically at least somewhat balances rarity, so at least teams don't get all rares. <laughs> well, and it's true. Well, and, you know, and, your, and your winner, your winner the same isn't. Two red skull, two mm-hmm. red skulls. Yeah. Uh, or Howard or or Howard's uh, teams teams. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the year that uh, in 2018 our distribution was like good, but probably <laughs> doable within a brick. Some of them have been not doable within a brick, and a lot of people who play these get way less than brick distributions. <laughs> Yep. I personally, uh, one year we played, it was six boosters like, to qualify, and then there was like six boosters the next day, like two different events. Uh, between the 12 boosters, we pulled the common prime, and that was it. It was <laughs> terrible. Wow. So. Yeah, both years that I've played, we've done well. When I played with Emily in 2019, our teams were good. And I've yeah. heard people make the argument of like, it's just, it's too expensive. It's really not that much of a price increase to go from the six packs to the ten. Like, if if the extra, you're like... You're guaranteed better distribution. Yeah, if the extra, like, third, maybe, like, 20% increase is too much, like, I don't know, maybe you probably shouldn't be playing in a team sealed event. Play one less Battle Royal. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> Stop yeah, complaining and ruining it for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll see that. I'm not holding my breath, but it could happen. Yeah. I will be cheering everybody on from the sidelines and trying to help people build and build tarot decks and stuff before uh, before the event. Yes, no, please. You're not able to go. I am no. not looking forward to practicing with people because, like, I was ta- I was telling Devin, I was having this conversation with the V people. The good teams are really high skill ceiling. Yep. And it's really annoying to learn all of them. Like, honestly, like the reason I gave Devin the team, I I, I think I told you I gave it to you because it was high skill ceiling. And yep. like, I barely learned that team. And I was watching PJ's games. So I was like, the plays he was making were wild. Like, I don't know. I yeah, like there have been a bunch of times in my like... practice games since Canadian Nationals where my opponents have been like, okay, so you can't possibly kill this thing this turn? I'm like, no, no, no. All I have to do is move Human Torch here, knock this person back there, carry with them, free TK there, and then take a power action to give one extra damage from shield, and then I have six, and you're dead. And they're like, what? <laughs> no, and then there's the, and then there's the plays where you, like, Power action TK with Magneto. Carry him up. Yep. TK. So it's, not, it's like... 
that's not even like yeah. a complicated right, line. Yeah, that's like say, a that's core line for dropping the hex marker. <laughs> that, that core line came about back when I was playing monsters. Yeah. You can get a lot of reach. Yeah. I, uh, I guess I should be clear about my term, about my terms if I'm if I'm using gaming terms. Uh, high skill ceiling means that a, a, a better a player that's better is going to have better results because of the optimizations and you just get better return of investment. Yeah. For, I'm, know, I'm pretty for confident I'm not going to, I'm pretty confident I'm not going to do well at nationals because like all these, you're making it to us nationals. Yeah. I'll nice. Um, but there's all, I like think it, you can place. I, I, if you're playing science, yes, I feel like I have full confidence. in you. So. Yeah. But that team just has so much going on. I mean, I'm going to play it and we'll see what happens. But. Yeah. Playing against Mike in practice was funny because we started setting, we started, our first like practice games, which were also the first time a lot of us had like played physical hero clicks yeah. <laughs> in like two years, we set a timer for 45 minutes or something like that. And I think in our first practice game, Mike and I got like two turns in. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. The positioning on the carrying for scientists was so complicated that it yeah. took like 20 minutes to figure out the first one. And then he ended up like sitting at home, with a map on the floor and just like taking pictures of every possible orientation so yeah. that he could memorize them to use in game because yeah. otherwise he just wasn't going to actually either potentially forget and do a suboptimal one or take 20 minutes and have no turns happen. <laughs> and I, uh, I told Jay this at one point, I am um, my social life is like super busy now. So I don't know if I'm going to have the time to invest into doing something like that. So I just have no expectations for how I'm going to do at Nationals. I wrote a paragraph about every tarot card last weekend, so I would have time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that just about covers it, though. So yeah, I think I think that's the show. Unless anybody yeah. has anything they want to bring up uh, specifically before we end. If I if I hear anybody saying that Emily's win was less legitimate, I will personally come for you. Yep. Don't, don't start. And if I if I hear I'm completely person, serious, I don't I don't want to hear it. Yeah, if I hear it in person, you're getting dick punched. <laughs> Good plan. Well, thanks for being on, Emily. Uh, fantastic games at Canadian Nationals, and congratulations for the win. That'll Thank you. Thanks yeah, for congratulations, me. Emily. Thank you. That'll wrap us up for today. Uh, before we go, want to thank our patrons for it helps us bring this and other content when we do that, which there will be a tarot card guide coming eventually when I finish it. Um, if you want to become a patron, the site is patreon.com slash JSA clicks. Patrons get access to the Discord, early access to episodes and other benefits, like early access to my tarot card guide, which I have already posted on the patron Discord, but it's not yet complete um if you need to use podbean services we do have an affiliate link so you can click on one of those they'll be in our description uh we have all the usual social media under jsa clicks facebook page group twitter instagram youtube channel which uh doesn't really have anything on it but could <laughs> we also have some affiliates of the show that we want to mention uh one of our team members Rena adams happy little hero clicks her own youtube channel and patreon aries who is um who also has his Facebook page and Patreon, other stuff. Tisha Gut Clicks does videos when he uh, when he feels like and has time and creates some great content for everyone. And it uh, goes without saying, have you heard of clicksnexus.com? Thanks for listening. We hope you have fun the next time you play Hero Clicks, whether it's competitive or casual. <laughs>